it's that time again. Come over to the sitting area, if you please. Gather around and join me, my little angels. Punch and cookies will follow, but for now, it's story time with Lady Ariella in the playroom. All right, little ones, it's time for another story from the Brothers Grimm. Today's tale is a dear tale of magic called Sweetheart Roland. Is it going to be all mushy and stuff? Well, there might be some mushy parts, but also magic and adventure aplenty. All right, you can tell the story then. Wasn't actually asking your permission, but whatever. Once upon a time, there was a witch who loved her daughter and hated her stepdaughter. The stepdaughter was good and kind and pretty, while the woman's own child was none of these things. One day the stepdaughter put on a pretty apron which her sister desired for herself. So the ugly sister approached her mother to demand that she must and should have the apron. Be content, my child. The apron shall soon be yours, for that sister of yours has long deserved death. Tonight, while she is asleep, I shall come and cut off her head. Tonight, when you lie in bed with her, make sure to lie on the farthest side and push her to the outside. Now it so happened that the stepdaughter had been standing in a corner nearby and overheard that plan. When night came, she let her sister push her to the outside of the bed, but then waited for her bedfellow to fall asleep. Then she pushed the ugly girl to the outside and took her place next to the wall. When the night was at its darkest, the witch came into their room, and in her right hand was an axe. This is scary. Don't worry, little one. No one is going to sneak into your bedroom and cut off your head tonight. The witch felt around with her left hand. Let's see. Air, air, bedpost, foot, leg, leg, torso, torso, bedpost, drat, went too far. Ah, there's the wretch's little neck. Well, no time like the present. Ew! <laughs> I did say there would be some mushy parts. So anyway, her gruesome work complete, the witch returned to her bed to sleep. Her stepdaughter rose from her bed and went to the home of her sweetheart, whose name was Roland. That's why it's called Sweetheart Roland. How blazingly obvious, pet, but good for you to catch on. Anyway, she said to him, We must flee away in all haste. My stepmother meant to put me to death, but she has decapitated her own daughter by mistake. When she wakes and sees what she has done, we are lost. Of course, my dearest. But let me advise you. We shall return to your stepmother's house and steal away her magic wand. Without it, we cannot hope to escape when she comes to find us. And so they did. In addition to stealing the witch's wand, they took the head of the ugly sister and let three drops of blood fall to the ground, one on the bed, one on the stairs, and one in the kitchen. That's kind of gross. Actually, I was more than a little impressed that they held it to just three drops. There's a surprising amount of blood in a human... Anyway, the next morning the witch awoke and she called to her daughter. Where are you? I am here sweeping the stairs, said one of the drops of blood. 
The witch came down the stairs but saw no one. Where are you? I am here in the kitchen, warming myself by the hearth, said another of the drops of blood. The witch went to the kitchen but again saw no one. All right, seriously, where are you? I am here, drowsing in the bed, said the last of the drops of blood. The witch went to the bed and saw her own gory handiwork. Enraged, she went to her window. Wait, hang on. What was that stuff about the blood all about? What do you mean, sweetling? Well, are those drops of blood coming back later in the story? No, they're quite finished. So she could have just gotten up in the morning and seen her dead daughter in the bed. Why would you even have that weird talking blood thing happening? That is an excellent question. So the witch went to her window, and being a witch, she could see quite far. Soon she spotted the pair of lovers making their escape. She put on her boots, which would cover the space of an hour's journey in a single step, and she pursued the two. Look, your stepmother is coming. I shall use the wand. She turned the two of them into a duck and took their place in the middle of a lake. The witch saw the duck and knew it was the two lovers. She stood on the side of the lake and crumbled bread into the water, but the duck would not be fooled, and so the witch had to go back to her home until the next day. If they were a duck, why didn't they just fly away? And why didn't the witch just throw a rock at the duck? Where'd she get the bread? Children, just accept that these things happened. Magic has very specific rules which are far too complicated for your underdeveloped brains to handle. It's good to be curious, but not when I'm telling you a story. So, the next day, the couple were once again running from the witch. Use the wand again, my love. Of course. This time, she turned herself into a flower and planted herself deep within a thorn bush, thicker than any you've ever seen. And she turned her sweetheart Roland into a fiddler. The witch came to the spot where they were. Ah, sweet fiddler, will you play me a tune as I go fetch out this pretty flower? I will strike a tune like none you've ever heard. Oh, no! There's magic in that tune, and I am forced to dance when you play. No, not the thorns. Anything but the thorns. Seriously, this really stings. But the fiddler would not stop until she was wounded and spent and quite dead. Oh, darling, your evil and dangerous mother is now gone. We are free to be married. I shall go to my father and arrange the wedding. And I shall transform myself into a road marker and wait for you here until you return. No, go with him. Don't split up. Pet, please don't talk to the characters in the story. Why not? Because this isn't a movie theater, and we are not in a horror movie. Yeah. All right, that's enough. So Sweetheart Roland returned to his home. His beloved waited at the side of the road, but he did not return to her. As time passed, her heart grew heavy. I told you. I made cookies for everyone afterwards. You don't have to have one. Sorry. I am so saddened. I shall turn myself into a flower and place myself in the middle of the road. 
Perhaps someone will trod on me with his foot and end my misery. She became a flower, as she had said, but it happened that a kind-hearted shepherd came and saw the flower. Oh, so beautiful is this flower. I shall take it home with me, for it is so lovely, and I shall place it in the chest by my bed, for I am a shepherd and do not know how to garden. And so, in fact, he did. From that time forward, everything went well for him. When he awoke in the mornings, his room was swept, the tables and benches dusted, the water was drawn from the well, and a cheery fire was in his hearth. Then again, when he came home from his labors, the table was made, and a good meal was spread upon this. After a time this made him uneasy, and he went to a wise woman. What seems to be the trouble? Someone is doing all of my housework for me, but I never see them. And this is a problem. More of a curiosity, I suppose. Well, there's magic in it somewhere. If you insist upon finding out what is happening, get up early one morning and listen for movement. Whatever you hear, throw a white cloth over it and the charm will be broken. And the next day it came to pass. At daybreak he saw the chest open and out came the flower. He tossed a white cloth over it and there was revealed a beautiful maiden. Ah, good shepherd. I was the flower you brought home and put into your trunk. It has pleased me to tidy your home these days. I loved my sweetheart Roland, but he has abandoned me, and my stepmother and stepsister are, well, less alive than they were before. I have nowhere to go. The shepherd was so pleased to see this maiden, he said to her, You are prettier than you were as a flower. Will you care to be my wife? Oh, that's so sweet. No. Nuts. But yet she stayed on and kept house for him, and they were happy for a time. Then word came that her sweetheart Roland was to be wed. The custom was that all the girls in that country would come to the wedding and sing. The girl was loath to do so until the other girls drew her along. She stood alone and began to sing. I know that voice. That is the right bride, and no other will I have. And the faithful maiden was married to her dear Roland. Her sorrow came to an end, and her joy began. The end. Well, that was a sweet little romance. What have you learned? Always sleep against the wall in case your stepmother has an axe. A good life lesson, yes. Boys don't like it when you turn them into a duck and then become a rock. I have no idea how to respond to that. If your boyfriend dumps you, it'll be fine if you just wait for him and maybe sneak into his wedding. That does remind me of my third husband, yes. Um, <laughs> all right, my beds, off to the kitchen, if you please. Cookies and brownies for each and every one of you, and then we can go feed the ducks in the pond. At least I hope we can. They don't seem to want to come near me lately. Off you go now, our story is over. And you too, my sweets. Goodbye for now. I'll see you next time in... The Playroom.
You have been listening to The Playroom, produced by Seat of Our Pants Players, written and directed by Dan Wenzel. Sweetheart Roland was Andrew Dell. The Witch and the Wise Woman were Liz Music. The Stepdaughter and the Voices of the Drops of Blood, the things you say in this business, were Jill Wenzel. The Shepherd was Rick Tennant, and Lady Ariella was Brianna Kuby. The children's voices were provided by the Seat of Our Pants Players cast. Biddletune was provided by Ann Kirby, with other music and sound effects by www.freesfx.co.uk. Sweetheart Roland was originally written by the Brothers Grimm, and no, we're not kidding. That's pretty much how it happens. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you later. And now a special announcement. Sidekick Academy, The School Secret, published by Clean Reads and written by yours truly, Daniel Wenzel, is available for purchase from nearly any book retailer you care to name. The book trailer came out a little while ago, but now, in a moment of great excitement for us all, it's available in an actual pick-it-up-and-flip-through-it version. And an audiobook. It's the perfect book for young heroes to catch up on their summer reading, and I honestly haven't heard a bad review from older heroes yet, so pick up a copy. Heck, pick up two. Donate one to your local library. They'd appreciate it, and I know I would as well. Sidekick Academy, The School Secret by Daniel Wenzel. Thank you.